You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Basketball Youth Group Radio Show on Community Radio 3CR. We're proud to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. Thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour of current affairs. My name's Chris and Yarra Basketball Youth Group Radio, well, a weekly uh, show on a 3CR radical radio about cycling, micro-mobility, all sorts of things to do with cycling, getting around without a combustion engine. On today's show, I'm going to be chatting to Sally and Ruth, and they're from Streets Live Derribin. You might remember earlier this year, I spoke to Mark about this new group, and uh, we're talking about Critical Mass North Spooky Edition coming up. This Friday, so really only four more sleeps to, uh, I think it's probably one of the first times I can remember, if anyone else has got longer memory, of critical mass rides going all the way up to Northgate, all the way up to All Nations Park. And it's going to be a slightly different ride for, for reasons of keeping us all together and safe. And Sally goes into a bit of detail of that. And I'll also ensure that all that is in the podcast description uh, so you can read more details. Now last week was an absolutely massive week for uh, cycling advocacy and news and things happening across three councils in the Melbourne area. Now I don't know if I can quite give enough justice but uh, the Bike West had a critical mass ride last week across to uh, council meeting to do with Summerhill Road and other um, things happening there. There was also City of Port Phillip, if I've got that correct, and also a big, big, big meeting at Marybrick Council, and there was four items on there because you might remember we've mentioned a few times on the show what's been going on there for the last month or so of there was Kent Street in Pascal Vale was voted down and then there was a recession motion and then there was four more items put on to the next agenda to do with uh, active transport in Marybeck. Kent Street was voted in the affirmative uh, again, I'm not actually doing this enough justice to go into all the detail, but if you go to Climate Action Moreland, and I will put the URL into the podcast description, gives us, uh, or gives a really good uh, rundown of what was going on at Moreland Council. Oh, look at that. Brain muscle memory just kicked in. It's Mary Beck Council. Sorry about that. So, yeah, uh, it's the 
again, something that has been mentioned on the show quite a bit, this push-pull thing at LGA level, which we need to uh, change. And because of all the different uh, pressures and budget considerations that go on around councils to do with actually getting active transport stuff on the agenda. Now... Uh, there's kind of some very interesting stuff to do with uh, Australia may increase the standard car parking size uh, for vehicles because people are buying. I think it's what well, two out of every three purchases are due to uh, very large oversized utility vehicles and. It's quite bizarre. Um, we've, you know, we've had a couple of years in Australia where, you know, things are changing. We are seeing the absolute, uh, you know, end effects of, you know, our climate and uh, uh, things that are happening. And yet, uh, I think there's this kind of, well, it's not. It's not. I don't think it is. It's a knee-jerk reaction to I got to feel safe and I've got to look after myself. And people are voting for their own best interests, which would they perceive as their own best interests, which is, uh, you know, like booming SUVs and duo uh, cab utes, and um, as a perceived safety thing. And it's, it's just uh, quite bizarre to see. Like, for the past few decades, the standard size for car parking, car spaces on streets and parking lots has been 5.4 metres and 2 to 2.6 metres wide and that's enough for your your Ford Falcon or um, Commodore Uh, but Standards Australia has proposed increasing the required length to off street by um, about 20 centimetres either way so yeah that's the first time in about 30 years this has been uh, changed by Standards Australia so yeah uh, do we need mandatory minimum vehicle sizes so these things aren't brought into Australia? Or do you think that uh, uh, you know free market dictates what people should be doing? Well, really, where has government gone missing here in regulation and or listening to uh, best practice and or, as I've said quite a few times on the show and other people across, right across the uh, 3CR grid and programs are talking about the massive externalities we all face we don't live in an economy we live on a planet and uh, (laughs) i'm just reading something here as referring to some of these vehicles as emotional support vehicles yeah i can understand that but i can understand some people are feeling very very uh, stressed and they feel a little bit vulnerable and they need they they feel they need to have these vehicles and we can make as many jokes and pejorative things as them as possible you know there's the you know term wank panzer whoops i've just uh, i don't know if that's uh, slight swearing for this early on a monday morning i do apologize but yeah what is going on there are we you know in terms of how the active transport space are we actually understanding what is going on here are we are seeing you know, people under pressure making odd decisions. And uh, another bit of news and events. Ah, I'm just having a bit of a look here. Mm, yes, yeah, so, well, last week we saw the uh, National Ride to Work Day. It's great that uh, Bicycle Network put these on. It's, uh, you know, fluctuated over, you know, whatever time period it, it has existed, a couple of decades now. 
But we're still seeing, and Sally brings this up in the interview, where we're kind of we're still seeing the nice media release. We're seeing the guidelines. We're seeing the policies with good things in them. But when it actually comes to implementation beyond just uh, having behaviour change programs, the actual implementation of fit-for-purpose infrastructure for people who wish to get around without a car, we're seeing things from councils where they are just shirking and just, again, that kind of bizarre running interference of anyone. If you've ever watched, and I I will admit this, take time out, really do take time out to sit down and watch your local council if they have a live feed or go along. I know uh, some of this stuff's quite onerous if you've got other responsibilities in your life, but it really is worth watching so how some councils operate. Now, I'm just thinking from just a straight perspective of, you know, if I, uh, or yourself, if you're watching this, if I had uh, from something rather extreme and kind of quite infantile way that some councillors in local councils behave, I reckon you'd either have a written warning or you'd lose your job. I'm not saying all councillors are like this, but geez, there's some very poorly performing and badly behaved people out there. And I'm kind of trying to stick to the topic instead of drilling down and actually naming people. But I was watching some of the council stuff um, that I mentioned in the intro earlier this week, uh, or earlier last week, I should say, and just watching some of the live feeds. And it's like, my God, I cannot believe the way that some of these people behave. So, anyway, after the break, I am going to be chatting to Sally and Ruth about Critical Mass North Spooky Edition. Any of us may become a carer at any time in our lives, even temporarily. Carer Gateway is a free support service for anyone who cares for a family member or friend with disability, a medical condition, mental illness, or who is frail due to age. If you or someone you know are a carer, call Carer Gateway on 1800 422 737 or visit carergateway.gov.au to get support that is right for you. Carer Gateway is a 3CR supporter. Today on Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio, I'm having a chat to a couple of the organisers from Critical Mass North, Ruth and Sally. How did Critical Mass North come to be? Because we've seen a revitalisation of Critical Mass uh, rides across Melbourne the last 12 months. Yeah, hi Chris. And also, Sally, great to see you again. And thanks very much for having us uh, on Yarra Bug Radio to talk about Critical Mass North. Uh, and I guess the idea came to us uh, once we started seeing Critical Mass starting up around Melbourne. And we thought, wouldn't it be great if we could bring the ride um, up north to Darabin and put a spotlight on the issues uh, that we face in terms of good infrastructure uh, for cyclists and active transport and people just wanting to get around in all sorts of wonderful ways around the city of Darabin. That's right. We really wanted just to highlight that, I guess, the pause also on construction of safe 
cycling infrastructure. We're in 2023, and it's been some decades since the St George's Road bike path was put in place, and we haven't really seen a lot of really good commuting uh, cycling infrastructure that really uh, takes us on to those main routes. Yes, we've got a lot of shimmy routes that have happened. The shimmy route is a route that you can kind of go through the side streets and avoid some of the more heavy arterial roads. But we, we've just stalled on our development in terms of safe cycling infrastructure. And it's not just commuters I'm talking about, it's families, it's riding to school. And, you know, we should be doing more here to kind of make that a much more pleasant experience. Yeah, that's right, Sally. We saw such great developments and leaps and bounds, really, in Darabin over many years. And some really strange things started to happen uh, in Darabin during the pandemic. There was a fight about ripping up the pop-up bike lanes. Uh, That just seemed uh, to not make a lot of sense. So watching the debate at council didn't make a lot of sense. And we've just noticed that there's been a real uh, pause that's put on Um, to a really great initiative. And Sally, maybe you can talk to this a little bit more. Uh, The Streets for People initiative in Darabin was doing some really great stuff uh, in trying to fix up some of the disconnected bike routes and stuff around Darabin. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So we've got, you know, St George's Road bike path, which is fantastic, but we don't have east to west, good east to west bike links. And yes, Council has funded a bridge over the Mary Creek New Series, and that's been fantastic. But there's still a real need to dedicate some resources into that east-west links as well as further north-south links and linking up to Preston. So High Street has got a bit of a start-stop bit of bicycle infrastructure with the trams. We've also got Victoria Street that's down as another key route. So the Streets for People report was a series of reports by consultants that was adopted by Council as eight key cycling routes across Darabin evenly spread between north-south orientation and east-west. And that pretty much set out the kind of plan for what the future could look like. And unfortunately, that just stopped dead in its tracks and it's really disappointing. So we have seen no progress. And so when we get these exciting projects like the Route 86 tram stop upgrade potentially coming along, there is no vision for how separated bike lanes or any kind of cycling infrastructure can be integrated into those opportunities with money coming into the tram stops. And and, the same should be said too about the suburban upgrades along the, you know, near Preston Station with the suburban rail. It just really hasn't happened the level crossing removal again great cycling infrastructure underneath the train line but it but it's not connected you you get off this great experience and then you're just thrown back into traffic and so there's loads of gaps that just just kind of need filling and there's absolutely not a lot of vision from from council uh which is really disappointing if there's something strange in your neighborhood who you gonna call Since 1954, Overland has been home to local and international literature, non-fiction and cutting-edge poetry. Overland Journal's subscriber drive is on from November the 3rd. Anyone who takes out an annual subscription between November the 3rd to the 10th will go on the draw to win heaps of prizes, receive four issues of Overland and be supporting vital Australian literary culture. Overland Journal in print quarterly and online weekly. Head to overland.org.au to subscribe today. Overland Journal is a 3CR supporter.
Here's something fascinating I just learnt the last week. Of we had the National Right to Work Day, and uh, Bicycle Network put that together. And as part of that, Sustainability Victoria has, uh, and the Premier Sustainability Awards 2023, that under the Health and Fair Society Community Champion kind of category in those awards, that the Derriban Loves Bikes program is a finalist in the Premier Sustainability Awards. Now it's kind of fascinating that City of Derriban put together all these great programs where you can repair your bike, learn to ride your bike. But when it actually comes to physical, you know, like the responsibility of a, of a council to have a safe environment for people to live and work, travel, uh, they seem to have gone missing in action there. Yeah, there's a real disconnect between what we hear from residents around Darabin uh, in terms of wanting to be able to get uh, to and from uh, this, you know, just the central spine of Darabin down High Street, uh, whether that's to get to and from school, getting across High Street, even, you know, if, if your school route involves uh, crossing High Street, that in itself is impossible. And then you get to High Street and there's very little infrastructure for you to get safely to pop into the shops on your way to or from places or if you're just using that as your destination. And, you know, I've had a lot of interaction with the, the council in the last couple of years, and there's a massive disconnect between some of the elected representatives and uh, what it is I know that the, the council staff are really trying to advocate for. And look, I know when you look at um, some of the policy documents, they've got a great transport policy that talks about you know, prioritising, you know, low carbon pollution, you know, traffic and active transport and but the, the decisions that go along with that have not really aligned either with the council's own strategies, but also with community standards and what we're hearing from. Sally, what do you keep hearing? Yeah, absolutely. I hear that. People just assume that change is happening because we're generally Northcote, Preston, Reservoir, progressive society interested in active, being active, riding to school. You know, your kids will um, have that ride to school experience and then it all falls away. So there's a real irony between the fabulous behavioural change programs that are happening, but then a complete walking away from infrastructure. So getting on to what can people do to support this? Well, one of the main things that you can do is get involved with Streets Alive Darabin. We're quite easy to find, uh, but if you plug in streetsalivedarabin.org into your web browser, you will find us. And we're asking people to uh, come along and uh, come along to Critical Mass on Friday as a starting point. We are departing from the State Library uh, at around 5.30, so come along before 5.30 if you can, Friday, 5pm, and we're going to ride uh, through the inner north of Melbourne and up through a section of High Street, and we're going to have uh, some speeches and hooray and some stretches or just a sigh of relief uh, at All Nations Park once we get there. Mm. Uh, and look, safety in numbers, that's, that's really what this is about. This is just all of us coming together to ride home from work with all of our mates. That's that's pretty much what we're doing. So, you know, Sally's done a bit of a, uh, a recce uh, of the ride recently uh, and, you know, chosen um, a few pickups. We've got a pickup point along the way somewhere, haven't we, Sally? Yeah, so we've got a few. We're going to depart from the State Library right up La Trobe Street uh, to the Exhibition Gardens. Um, so if you're at the Exhibition Gardens on the corner of Breville Street and Nicholson Street, we'll pull over and do a hook turn there. 
And then we'll proceed along Gertrude into Brunswick and all the way up Brunswick Street and St George's Road to the Capital City Trails, so at Park Street Linear Reserve there. So it's another great spot if, you, um, if you're around and you want to join. We'll then proceed along the Capital City Trail, crossing Mary Parade into West Garth, up the Shimmy on the west side of the train line, onto Westbourne Grove and then a short stretch down High, High Street before we do another tour of the back streets and then come out onto Arthurton Road and riding through the High Street intersection down the hill to All Nations Park. Just when we ride, just want to call out that uh, if everyone who's coming along keep the ride together, we're going to attempt to try and move through the intersections as a single group. But um, if we don't, we'll hold the ride and we'll try and make sure that everybody catches up and sticks together and rides safely. You might have heard about the Community Radio Plus app, but it's only when you start using it that you'll wonder how you lived without it. You can listen to us wherever you are, at home, work, driving, on public transport, gardening, protesting, or even in the bath. Just search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your app. One important thing that we really want your listeners to make note of is that it's coming close to Halloween. So we'd like to see your Halloween costumes on the ride on Friday. So uh, break out your ghouliest fluoro vests or uh, whatever you want to just bring some fun to the party on Friday. Good. I've also heard from Port Phillip Bicycle User Group, if you're coming in from the south, meet them 5pm at the St Kilda Town Hall and ride into the city. Oh, that's wonderful. It's great to have Port Phillip um, Bicycle Users Group on board with us as well. Yeah, so with Streets Live Durban, you've got your key asks on your website of contacting the councils to get streets for people. back. And there's also a couple of other asks there uh, because uh, there's, some, there's a lot going on in the inner north. Well, you know, like uh, I think someone who came out with you to help, Harrison, It's uh, he's got a, a petition uh, at the moment for build curbside protected bike lanes from Johnson Street to Q to Carlton. And that actually was mentioned in Victorian Parliament this week. And also a couple of other, other asks of to do with what City of Yarra doing at the moment with, um, they've got a couple of bits of feedback out. So get your feedback in for this, which is doing stage three and four of Wellington Street protected lanes, uh, testing improvements to uh, Yarra Cycling Network and the actual Yarra Transport Action Plan. So got all the links are there either on Yarrabug website and Streets Life Darabin to help out. But again, we've got to reiterate something very important at the end of this week is dress up. And I think we believe we've got a Spotify uh, playlist as well if people want to bring um, some on, on-board uh, sound systems. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Spotify or will it be Spookify? Sorry, I took that too far. Yes, we've got a Spotify playlist. Um, and so if you do have one of those little, you know, Bluetooth uh, portable speakers that you can strap to your bike in some fashion, shove it in your basket, strap it to your panty rack, whatever works, uh, and bring that along the ride uh, and just keep the party vibes going, that'd be great. 
say just to thanks JCR and thanks Yarra Bug for the fabulous work that you do. If it wasn't for this program and all the other bugs and 3CR, then you know we wouldn't be here and we wouldn't be doing these fabulous rides. Louder. Fun on Melbourne Cup Day, but without the cruelty by saying nup to the cup. Join Coalition for the Protection of Racehorses and Ten Fingers on Tuesday 7th of November for fashions on the field at the Flemington Bowls Club from 11am. Live music, DJs, delicious food, lawn bowls, outlandish dress-ups and human races. Let's celebrate animals, not exploit them. Visit nuptothecup.org for tickets. Help us make the first Tuesday of November a party for the animals. Nut to the Cup is a 3CR supporter. And thanks to Sally and Ruth for having a chat about Critical Mass North. Spooky. Spooky edition, yes. Hence uh, busting out a bit of Ray Parker Jr., not exactly my normal playlist, but yeah, so going through those details again, that will be at Friday, the 27th of October. Meet uh, 5 to 5.30 p.m. at the State Library in, uh, in the CBD. And there's a couple of pick-up points. Uh, the first one will be at Park Street Reserve at Fitzroy North. And uh, I'm not entirely sure what time it was get there. We've got a few questions about that. So if we're going to be leaving the CBD, I would say six to quarter past six. Uh, if you're riding from the south, uh, Port Phillip Bug uh, having their um, ride that will go from 5 p.m. starting at the St Kilda Town Hall to meet up, and will be ending at All Nations park in Northcote now uh, there's, yes, there's a Spotify list so um, playlist so bring along your onboard or your little sound systems to put on your bike now um, and anyway if you've been listening to the show or if you haven't or you're just listening today and you're going what on earth is a critical mass anyway critical mass bike protests are organised rides that aim to raise awareness about cycling as a viable form of transport and to advocate for better infrastructure and safety measures for cyclists and other mobility users. We ride as a group to form a critical mass, making the ride safe, family-friendly and inclusive to all. And it's one of the few times really around the inner suburbs or uh, when uh, these rides occur that you get the feeling of a safe, quieter street of what can be instead of what is right now. And I uh, just got a little bit of uh, news here that Bike Spot is back open. So that's uh, a crowd spot project. So let's make cycling safe for everyone. Make your mark on the Bike Spot map. The Bike Spot map allows every Australian to say where they feel safe or unsafe while riding the bike. Your input will help create a detailed picture of where people love to ride and where people feel unsafe. The data generated from the project will be made publicly available to ensure our collective insights have the biggest impact possible to make cycling safe for everyone. And you can add a new spot in there when you go in and register. 
you'd probably be familiar with some of this sort of stuff from a lot of feedback websites and the similar sort of process you're going through. So that's all I've got time for today on Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio. Thank you to, again, Sally and Ruth from Streets Alive Derriban making time to have a chat about Critical Mass North Spooky Edition. Uh, hopefully I'll be along on Friday as well to have a little chat to people about corking and keeping the ride together. Up next is Shoebop followed by Black Block and uh, everyone who is an announcer on 3CR is a volunteer so please do your utmost to keep us on air. You can go to the subscribe, donate and or look for the uh, fundraiser options on the 3CR website which is 3cr.org.au and uh, later today you can also go to the same website and look at Yarrabug for either on demand or podcast. Yarrabug would like to thank our sponsor, Vacro's Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics, and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Tuesday or Thursday. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.